Hey, 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 it is your host, Brianna. I am here for a special podcast episode. I wanted to talk to you ladies on this morning about brokenness and the effects of being broken, gracefully broken, and then the difference between being gracefully broken and being broken own our are based on our own decisions because sometimes we make decisions that will cost us brokenness and will cost us the things that will fulfill our life such as relationships and careers and just really being overall happy with life in general and so I wanted to read you a poem before we get into our discussion and it's called Piece by piece, piece by piece, he stole, broke me down, built me up only to break me down again. Piece by piece, he listened all too well, only to use my words as a weapon. Piece by piece, he controlled. I love you, he said. I have never knew a love so jagged and rigid that caused confusion and disillusion. Call me crazy, but a piece of me started to believe that this must be love until I had no more pieces of me. Only vague memories of the woman I fought so hard to be. No, this isn't my first trip around. How foolish of me. I just knew this would be different. Oh, how wrong of me to override my senses, to allow myself to be broken once again. Here I am, Lord. I give you every piece of me this time around. Take it all here. Take my heart. Give me a new one. I know you are able, and I know that you are concerned. If it be your will, put back together again every piece of me. And I thought that poem was so fitting for the subject matter that we were going to be talking about because I have dealt with it myself. I have been through it myself. That poem really resonated a lot with me and some of the women that I have spoken to or counseled or mentored or life coached have dealt with the very same thing, being broken by a man. And, you know, the first time around, You are broken and it hurts and you have to rebuild from that place. But to be broken by a man on a second time and then for so many a time after that and a time after that, you know. And those brokenness comes from a place of decision making, a decision made based off of an unhealed heart and an unhealed place in your soul. You can kind of trace it back. If you take the time to really reflect over your life and see where it comes from or came from. A lot of times we deal with codependence, Um, codependence, uh, meaning that, you know, somewhere in your childhood, you became codependent and you were forced. I I, I say forced um, to have your parents look at you. And try to get them to accept you in some form, shape, or fashion. Um, You, those were relationships that you needed. You needed your parents. You needed your father. You needed your mother. But 
it seems as though they were um, the point of emotions that made you feel as though you were not worthy, um, that you perhaps were getting on their nerves or even um, no matter what you did, it just seemed like it wasn't good enough. And so you de- developed this um, codependency, um, which can be categorized in um, different categories, um, sometimes personality disorders or attachment styles, um, patterns developed in your um, early childhood that now stems into now your adulthood. And there are so many different forms of um, codependency, but some of the signs that um, this is what you're dealing with, you know, is if you feel as though every time you're in a relationship and sometimes friendships um, that you're walking on eggshells so that you can avoid conflict um, and you know that there needs to be a conflict because the person is exhibiting very toxic behaviors to you and they're not being um, as respectful or as polite as you're being to them. They are running over you, treating you like you're no more than a a rug that they can step on. Um, I sometimes say that people have a very good way of um, displaying punishment or um, punishing the ones that they're in uh, relationship with by withdrawing their affections. Um, A withdrawal of affection for someone who is codependent um, can cause them to mentally go to a um, state of confusion, a state of despair, a state of anxiety. It really does something and plays uh, a trick on their mind. Um, These people oftentimes are constantly apologizing, even when they know they haven't done anything wrong. If you are a person who... Even when you know you haven't done anything wrong, you find yourself apologizing. Sometimes people will use the Bible to tell you to, you, um, sometimes you just have to apologize and apology is not for you, it's for them. But in this case, it's very unhealthy because you need to separate from the person and get away from them because you're apologizing because you're wanting them to accept you. You're wanting them to look at you Um, more than what they are looking at you as. Um, You have a sense of feeling sorry for the other person, even when they have hurt you. Um, You make excuses for them where they can't help it. You have to look at them um, in another light. You know, God doesn't look at them like that. So these are some of the excuses that you might come up with. Um, Regularly trying to change or rescue troubled people, people who... um, have narcissistic um, personalities or traits are notorious for attracting people who are codependent um, and it is a disaster like a train wreck um, waiting to happen doing anything for the other person even if it makes you feel uncomfortable um, knowing you shouldn't do it but you're doing it because you're still again trying to make them accept you um, putting other people on pedestals despite the fact that they don't even deserve the position. Um, They never put you on a pedestal. They never put you first. They never um, say how important you are to them, but you are constantly saying how important they are to you. Um, You struggle to find time for yourself, especially if you're free 
um, you're constantly trying to do for other people or constantly trying to do um, in this relationship. Um, feeling as if you're lost, a sense of yourself um, within a relationship. When you are in a relationship and you feel like you are not who you used to be prior to the relationship, that's an issue. And so we're talking about being broken and being broken in relationships with men. And if you are someone that deals with codependency, these are the traits that you are probably dealing with. And this is probably why you're in this cycle of going round and round, round and round and ending up with the same results with different men. And it's because you're making a decision to get in these relationships with these men that do not mean you any good but you can't help it because your brain is wired to thinking that this type of relationship is normal when indeed it is very toxic and in order for you to get out of it you're going to have to stop and first of all seek help from a counselor so that you can begin to process the trauma that you've been through so that you can process um, that you are not the um, you're not the bad person. You're not the enemy. Uh, you have been through some things to create this sense of needing to belong, even if it means belonging to the wrong people. And um, and you really have to sit with yourself. It takes a lot of sitting with yourself and self-identifying, um, actually being aware of some of your behaviors, um, your reactions, your thoughts. When people are belittling you, when people are um, showing you that, hey, they're really not your friend or, hey, they really don't have love for you and understanding that it's all right to let them go. It's all right. Um, Life will go on and there are people who will love you the correct way, people who desire to be in a relationship with you, people who understand that you bring so much to the table It is so unfair to you. You do yourself a disjustice when you continue to be in relationships with people who are toxic. Um, And so um, you are broken in another relationship. And here you are again. And here you are talking about this thing over and over again. Not even realizing that the only common denominator in all of it is you. Um, When will you get to the place of seeking help? When will you get to the place of understanding that unless you fix yourself, nothing else will be fixed in your life? So we get to the place of being gracefully broken. When you get to the place of knowing that you are the one who needs help, that you are the one who needs to be fixed, you are the one that that needs God to come in and do an overhaul on the inside of you and you discover that there are wounds in your soul that needs to be healed that is when god begins to break you break places in you of toxic behaviors Um, and he does it gracefully he begins to draw out things that need to be drawn out because now you are ready now you have eyes that actually will see where you are falling and uh, areas where you need to give it over to God. Because sometimes we say, I'm going to give it to God. But if you're not ready, you're really not giving it to God. We're gonna, just going to be honest because when you truly give something over to God, he replaces it with more of him. And so the more that you get of God, the more that your behavior changes, the more that you experience healing. 
and you start experiencing um, wholeness, wholeness in different areas of your life to the place you get to um, where you now become whole because we know that God doesn't just come to heal us. We know that God comes to make us whole. And so it's a lot of work that goes into it. But if you allow God to just do the work, once you begin to self-identify, once you get yourself a therapist, um, you know, you will understand why it is so necessary for him to break you. Because I need God at times to break um, learned behaviors. I know the other day I was sitting and I was talking to someone and I found myself trying to over explain to this person. And I said, well, what in the world? Am I, why am I overly explaining when I understand <laughs> that some people are just bent on misunderstanding you? Some people have an idea in their mind and they feel as though that um, you're wrong. You're just going to be wrong. I don't care what you do. I don't care how much uh, right you have done. They're just going to always have a view of you being wrong no matter what. And that's not a you issue. That is a them issue. And so I caught myself overly explaining. And that is a learned behavior because I come from a background where it is oftentimes where people are saying, um, okay, explain that to me a little more. I need to get a, a clear understanding. And they weren't really trying to get a, a understanding. They were literally trying to get you to change what you were saying because it's disrespectful, to be honest. It's disrespectful um, for you to do things in a way that they don't want you to do them because it makes them uncomfortable. And so, you know, coming up in that way, it makes me over explain myself because even when I mean good and people misunderstand it, let me explain to you. But sometimes people, I don't, it just doesn't matter. And everything doesn't need an explanation. Everything doesn't even need a um, comment or a rebuttal or a um, time out of your day to even listen <laughs> to people bent on misunderstanding you and just throwing all kinds of things out there to you. Because, again, it's just, it's funny, the world that we're living in. But, um, you know, it is really a season where, as women, you get to a place where you understand who you are. You know your self-worth. You know that you are worthy of love, that you are more than enough. And you will only experience this in relationship when you get to a healthy place within yourself where you can choose healthy people to be in relationship with. But you can't identify those people with broken lenses or broken heart or broken spirit. Um, and so I'm praying for you, as I do with uh, so many other women, that you get to that place of wholeness, of healthiness, um, or that you get to that place of knowing that you are the one who, are, who is in need of help, that you are in need of some um, therapy, that you're in need of um, soul care, and that you're in need of um, rooting, getting to the root of issues in your life that stem back because all you're experiencing now is flower. I always say flowers but there's roots to the flowers um, it's like a weed that you can try your best to pull it up as much as you can and then you go back maybe two weeks later and that same weed is there again why because you simply pulled it up you did not dig because you have to literally dig down 
to get to the real root of a weed. And so that how that is how it is with our soul. <laughs> we got to dig and we got to dig and we got to dig till we uproot those issues that is that are plaguing our life on today. Some women are in their fifties literally and they're still acting out of a very soulish place in relationships and they will run after someone that could care less about them outside of using them and I find it very sad because we should be looking up to those that are older than us those who are in their 60s their 70s their um, 80s we should be able to go to them for wisdom but oftentimes we can't find someone in the age group to give us wisdom because they are still dealing with issues um, and they're not in a healthy place themselves. So we are really in a season where we're going to have to go and get it for ourselves. And God is so gracious that he will give us wisdom if we ask of him. And so, again, I'm praying for you. I pray that this message has blessed you. And I pray that you have a great day. And don't forget to tune in to our podcast, The Healing Place. Uh, I am now on the radio on Mondays at 1030. You can find me on iHeartRadio here um, every Monday at 1030. And our show is called Restoration Place. And I interview some very awesome guests who have went or been on their uh, process of soul healing. And so, please, if you are not busy, come find us on iHeartRadio, 1030. I'm not 1030. I apologize. 10 o'clock a.m. every Monday. Um, If you are someone who would like to be a guest, please contact me. You can email me at Brianna276 at gmail.com. If you are looking for soul care and life coaching, you can also find us on Facebook. Life Coaching is something that is needful it is useful soul care is something that many of us need and don't understand the importance of it and so overcomers soul care and life coaching is catered to those women who are desperate those who are in a phase of their life where they know that it's time for them to evolve it's time for them to heal it's time for them to um discover and to purposely walk in their destiny and so don't forget to go on facebook and look up overcomers show care and life coaching and book your appointment there i love you guys i'm excited about what god is doing um in this season of our lives and um i know that god is going to do exceedingly above all that you could ever think of or imagine in your life because God is just that good. I love you. Again, don't forget to tune back in and let me know what you think of this podcast and share with your friends. Do me the favor and share with your friends. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to leave me a message. Um, If you're on the Anchor app, you can go and leave a message, a voice message. Or if you're on Apple iTunes, please go and leave a review. Whatever, um, whatever, um, platform you're listening from do me a favor if you're on spotify leave a message give us a review and let me know how you feel and if there's anything that you would love for us to discuss 
again, let me know that as well. And if you would like to become a sponsor, a supporter of our show, um, because the revenue that we generate from our podcast, it goes back into the podcast and into the work of the ministry. Please do that. Think about doing that. And um, blessing, blessing, blessing the ministry in that way. Again, I love you. And until next time, I see you.